show dudes like us dot us dot us and um we got to the bourbon a little late last uh last episode and we're going to open up sean's going to talk about uh what we're drinking uh yeah actually you know what while i'm while i'm doing this uh, mr producer broken saddle please broken saddle bourbon whiskey if you could pop it up on the screen somewhere on there because i don't know we went to uh, we were talking about in the first half the uh, the first half, how we went down to uh, College Station to go visit our, our kids in college uh, for a day, <laughs> basically, and come right back. But we hit the liquor stores down there. We noticed, God, we went to Specs and was like, man, this place has a lot more bourbon. We're not sure if it's regionally influenced or if it's just Specs in general. But nonetheless, we went into Specs and we picked out a bunch of bourbons. We're like, man. So we came back with, with three technically, but two of the three were new. We got Early Times, The Hunter Proof, which is a it's just, it's a, it's a solid stock bourbon that's got a great taste and will last for a long time. Early times, Broken Saddle we have not had, so it's it's new to us, and it, it's not bad. We we tasted the first half. We had eighteen thirty five, and it's uh, it's a whiskey, and we we all agreed that it was kind of a mixer uh, style bourbon because it was just kind of got that really strong tobacco. Some people enjoy it. It's not really for my taste buds, but uh, this has kind of the opposite, you know? It's kind of like the uh, the first one kind of bit on the lower side, and this one kind of comes from the top. It's got a, some sort of fruit that I can't detect on what it is. It's got a very unique taste, and, and as soon as we could pull up some verbiage on it. I don't, uh, I don't taste any fruit in this one. There's something, some S- odd some spice, flavor in there. Some sort of mints, something going I, on. I thought I tasted some cinnamon, maybe, but uh, no fruit. But, but it, but the, it, it's not a bad finish, though. Well, go back to the other page, please. Not a bad finish. All right, so what, what we are drinking? Oh, that's that's just talking about bourbon. That's not talking necessarily about the. It's it's broken saddle. Is there a broken saddle? Uh, yeah, yeah there's, not a, there's not a lot of info out there on this one. That's Broken Barrel. Yeah, it seems uh-huh. kind of obscure here. Yeah, there's not a lot of info. I'm not finding much on it at all. To me, it, it kind of reminds me of wanting to smoke a cigar. It's got a very, uh, it's got a high, it's powerful. Tastes well, it's a hard proof, so it's 50%. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely taste the heat coming in, but it rolls off real easy, and it's got a... It's got a, a hard wheat taste to it. Wheat? I, well, it's authentic, though, man. I mean, it's just distilled, aged, and bottled uh, in Bardstown, Kentucky. So, I mean. Yeah, Bardstown. Uh, that's one of the places you want to hit when you go on that Kentucky bourbon trail. It, it seems to be an authentic bourbon. We just can't seem to find much about it. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, not bad. I like it better than what we had previous. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Not my favorite, but it's a good one. Yeah. Um, pleased. Yeah. Paul picked a good one for a change. I know. I I've had a bad streak. Yeah. Your coconut one. Yeah. Your Backstreet Boys one. I I I'm realizing now that seven ninety nine and down <laughs> don't produce the best bourbons. Yeah, it's usually just. Colored what does that mean? Seven ninety nine and down. Eight buck bottle eight, of bourbon. Oh, oh, price wise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. 
go that cheap. I try, you know, I mean, that we've been trying to find bourbons that, that uh, you know, fall between what? 20 and 50. Right. Which, really less than that. 20 and like 40. I mean, we try to find, right? I mean, I mean, and then eventually we want to go to the, some of the nicer stuff, right? Uh, we, we just want a broad. We have aspirations of getting like the Whistle Pig 15 or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, uh, it, frankly, it's Jeff is holding us back. You know? Me? Yeah, it's absolutely you. No, I no, mean, no. What's holding us back is, I mean. Oh, it's, it's fucking Jeff. He needs to fucking empty the cabinet out. We cannot fill the cabinet out. We got, <laughs> Bert, we got bottles of booze. Just coming out, falling all over the ground over there. We can't even stuff them in the the, the, yeah. the place anymore. Yep, yep. Maybe you relocate work. all those on the what's on the right books, Legos. Legos. Yeah, we can get rid of that shit. Yeah, we need we need more room. There's no question. Yeah, that. I'll make it two and, more and shelves. And as cool as I think the, the the bulldozer and the Corvette is, or Lamborghini, or whatever. Well, that they is. have sentimental value to me. Well, I'm not saying discard them. I'm you just, just saying said, let's, let's throw them out. No, well, did yeah. I? Yes. Well, I meant throw them out of the cabinet. You don't have to literally throw them out. Just yeah, remove my, them. My plan is to re- relocate them. Yeah. And then I'll make two more wood shelves because I don't, like you said, the glass shelves. Ooh, we could make some shelves and put them in the boys' room. Or we could load them in on that shelf. Yeah. Well, that's true because uh, I'll move them into uh, Stephen's room. Wow. I got plenty of room in there. Anyway, I'll make but, but I, my But my point is, I think we'll get into the higher-end bourbons <laughs> when, when, the, uh, when bourbon suppliers realize the power and reach of our podcast <laughs> and they start realizing okay right. we, you yeah. need to give them free bottles no yeah. we don't need free bottles we just need no, a place need to fucking f- put them we need free bottles <laughs> of very very pricey bourbon no. yes. I, I wouldn't then, even know what to do and with then that. we'll know I, I bet if we were to to to, to dive into a, a, a fifteen hundred dollar bottle of bourbon, it'd be like Wagyu steak. It'd be like way off the charts, dude. Completely uncharted territory. I'm talking ninety dollar bourbon. What what are you talking about? Fifteen hundred dollar bourbon. Oh. Well, they had that twenty thousand oh. dollar Louis the Fifteenth. Well, exactly. I don't. If you're gonna ask that's for old something, shit. Paul, we don't want old hell? shit. We want we want current day. <laughs> we don't want old shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the the most I will spend. I shouldn't say that because that's not true. But what I is mean, the most you've spent? Well, I mean, right now it's around f- that for the Noah's, uh, mill. Noah's mill is probably like fifty something bucks. That's what. Yeah, that's about how much I spent on the. Uh, yeah, rare, that's that's basically break. the high end of really what we've been want talking to about. Spend right? more than that. I really don't. There's a, there's a ton of bourbons out there no. at that price or lower. A ton. Yeah. But the right. thing is, if you want one of those unicorns. You're gonna to have to spend some money for it unless right. you get lucky and that, find it at, at that secret hidden underground railroad unicorn was sitting on that whiskey we drank last week. That TX, the TX whiskey, oh, that yeah. was that was good. It was that's a, good, that's a good whiskey, very dessert like. I mean, when I say dessert praline tasting thing, I'm not saying it was sweet. Right. I'm not saying it's a liqueur. I'm not saying pour this over your freaking uh, vanilla ice cream scoop. Oh, that I'm just saying though. it does. Although it would be good. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> We, I've never thought about doing that. Pouring bourbon over some ice cream. My oh, wife yeah. would my yeah. wife would love that. Really? <laughs> now you're having bourbon with your uh, ice so cream? I, I hear Dick Clark in the background saying, ding, things alcoholic would say. <laughs> exactly. That's Let's my pour point. the bourbon over the ice cream. You're looking for every excuse to put bourbon on everything. <laughs> Cereal? Really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, moving on. Uh, anyway, I, I wanted to share something with you guys. So I watched a movie called Yesterday. And I think you guys had mentioned that you've seen it. Yes, I have. Yeah. I, I thought it was a, a very interesting movie. So the premise is that this guy, there's some accident, there's some weird event that happens in the world. And this guy, you know, uh, wakes up from like a, you know, getting hurt or something. 
and he figures out that he's the only dude on the planet that knows who the Beatles are. Right, and he's, he remembers every single song. Well, he tr- that, that's part <laughs> yeah. of the funny. That's a part. That's part of the funny bit of this whole thing is he's trying desperately to like remember the words because he has no. There's no way to look it up, right? I think that's part of the reason why he only chose the Beatles was because that was the only band they forgot. I think they had all the rest of the band bands out there, like the Hootie and the Blowfish, blah blah blah. Molly they, Hatchet. Yeah, I guess all the bands were out there, but. <laughs> Yeah, Molly Hatchet was really featured heavily in that movie. Scritty Politi? No, no. Anyway, so I mean, I I thought that the movie itself was a, yes. was a tribute, a tribute to to the Beatles, right? And they and they talked about how you know how the world was just enamored with learning who the Beatles were for them the first time, right? And I thought it was I thought it was a great movie. And I was going to ask you guys, like, did you grow up listening to the Beatles? No. Okay, so it was a hard no here. What about you, Sean? No Beatles? Um. So are we the generation not, that's like, like out of the Beatles? I mean, I like. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I don't. I don't like them because I think their music is good. I mean, I don't own any Beatles albums. I've never have. I've never had a desire. I don't go to my Amazon music file and say, "Hey, I want to listen to the Beatles." I don't. I don't do that. Yeah, but growing, so you you spent time in your childhood in but Germany, and they were huge yesterday. You know, the, all There's those a songs are great. Songs. You know, Hey Jude. I mean, all those songs, right. there are some really fantastic songs that the Beatles put out. And and you've listened to them because you hear them on the radio. You know, but but, that, but that, hold on, that's not what I'm asking. So when you, as a child, g- growing up in Germany, that was, you know, like it wasn't, you didn't. All right, so there, there are a couple different eras that you need to recognize. So the Beatles came out with a ton of songs. But you got to imagine, you know, uh, the, the lead singer... John Lennon, no, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney had uh, his own uh, team out there, Wings. You know, Wings made as much, if not more, than I the Beatles. To, I listened to more Wings than the Beatles. Did you know that? No, yeah, yeah no, I Paul knew McCartney that. with Wings, their their band made more than the Beatles did at the time. You mean number of songs? Uh, more money, more. They were more popular. I mean, I at, think because at the time. he was a Beatle. Because he was a Beatle. So it was just kind of a continuation. Just okay. concerts and shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good because, you know, Paul McCartney wrote a bunch of the songs, so he could sing a lot of the Beatles songs. Right. Legally. Right, right, right. No, no, you no. Know? I get it. But they had like, man, on the run. But my point is you didn't listen as a kid. You didn't listen to the Beatles growing up. Negative. Because I, I, had, I, had, I had five or six cassettes and I abused them. Yeah. The whole, family, the whole family did. I mean, like we were, you know, we would play it in that, the van. I think that has to do with your parents too. I mean, no, my parents weren't really music people. Well, where did you get the the cassette tapes? Uh, when I lived in Indonesia. So they were piling them. Oh on yeah, the all of it was pirated stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the way it was over there. Did they sell like the chicle gum next to it? No, no. You, you they had like chicle. That's Mexico. Chicle. So chicle. they had they had music stores, and you would go in there, and they had a, a long. Was table. it really pirated? Oh, all of it, oh. all of it. It's amazing. I, I still have the cassettes. You guys need to see them someday. But they have a long table in the middle of this little tiny, you know, uh, no, no, probably not even you as big as this room. You basically print your own money if you have the right equipment out there. Yeah, yeah. So, all this shit. So it's about as big as this room, right, where they had, money. they had all these cassettes, like all these bands. And they, in the middle, you had little cassette players, and you could sit down. You That's grabbed, how we're paying for this COVID stuff, is it? Yeah. You grabbed a whole stack Biden's of cassettes. printing money. You grabbed a whole stack of cassettes and you sat down and you popped them in the machine and you just recorded. No, no, no. You listen. We're buying them. Oh, so you just listen and whatever you like, you took up, you bought them. And and what was funny about it is they like 
you know, the, everything was pirated, and and the and the the cover, like what do you call it, the insert, right? right? They did their best to come up with what the words were of the lyrics. Oh, oh yeah. but they didn't know what it was. They, oh, yeah. they weren't even close. Yeah. For a lot of these songs, I I grew up thinking those were the lyrics, and then I would like either hear it differently or. So yesterday was like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, so he's got pictures of what it kind of looks like. I mean, and that's basically the way it was. You just, well, that's what I went to record stores like that here in the states. Yeah, I mean they weren't bootlegs. It was or all counterfeit. It was all pirated. But uh, I used to go in, and there'd be you'd go in, and I'd face a wall right there, and I'd buy the latest Wasp cassette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, I thought some of the most fantastic things to uh, to be able to achieve uh, trying Meat to loaf. acquire some of these uh, uh, tracks were to record on the radio. Because you, you get a boom box, right? Oh, yeah. In the boom box, you pop the cassette tape in there. It's got to record. So and when you're playing the tuner and you're playing the song, oh, and yeah. you got Casey Casey with the title of the Top 40 Countdown. And you try oh, to yeah. get it just right to where you don't get the DJ, yeah. and you're just like, ah! Yeah, and he's in there, well, number two. Yeah, and you, you start the record, you start it right away, and it's like, tonight. God damn it, why'd you say that extra word, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we would, um, we would, because we didn't get any TV or radio living in Indonesia, during the summers, we would be in the States, and we would record, as, we would buy a whole sleeve of blank tapes. I thought you said you watched a lot of cartoons over there. Hanna-Barbera. Not, no, not overseas. Jabberjaw? Oh. No, no, no <laughs> cartoons at all. They're evil. <laughs> evil. Anyway, but we would record. <laughs> evil. Yeah, no, it's just very uncomfortable. No, but we would record radio on all these tapes, and then we would just listen to it. During the year, during the months that we were not in the states, yeah, I mean that was our closest thing to getting like you know American culture, American radio. God, but man. I still have all those things. I look, man. I look at that boombox. Uh, well, any of them really, but well, those are that's a really nice one. But I, I remember we had a boombox, and I remember walking down the street with Motley, is Motley Crew. Shout out the did devil. Did you have it on your shoulder? Yeah, was it Molly Crew? Who shot at the devil? That was Molly Crew. Yeah. Oh my god, that was, that was the shit. Oh yeah, shout at the devil with the with the radio on the shoulder, walking down the street with ripped jeans, and I remember I had this Levi's jean jacket, and my sister had and my sister's well, she was at the time talented. She would take bleach. And she would do artwork on the back of uh, Levi jackets, and she would draw these little designs. And it was cool as shit. That is cool. And uh, I think she did the album to the Joshua Tree with bleach on the back of a jacket. Back then, you know, you two. Like she could probably do that with today. Like a stencil? And make money. I mean, how would? I don't know how she did. I never asked. That's really cool. She could probably do that today and sell that shit. She, she probably, probably could. could. Oh, it's all coming back. I'm sure. Oh, that's what I mean. It's, yeah. it's all coming back. So yeah, you're right. We had the bigger boom boxes that we had on yeah. our on our shoulders, and then that gave way to the Walkman. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's that's when it became the handheld. And that was crazy too, because they had the the big Walkman that had the tuner that was with the the Walkman, and big yellow one. And, and sometimes so, yeah. you had this the Walkman that was a big ass Walkman, but it didn't have a cassette player. It was just the tuner, and that was still the coolest thing. I loved my Walkman. That was like the. It was so bad. I don't know if I had the Sony version, but I there's there were all kinds of versions of that out. Oh there. yeah, they had. Have you ever had the double decker Walkman where you could fit two cassettes on? What? One? I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's out there. Really? Yeah, I, I remember this this kid. I'll say his name because his name is Reeves Hubble. That's a ah. fake name. Is it? Is it Reeves Hubble? Reeves 
Hubble. If you're listening, Reeves, call in. I think it's a fake name. No, I mean, I, I've... Uh, Why would you pluralize his first name? That's his name. <laughs> so he owns Sean Hubble? is pluralizing it? What, what is that in first name? What is, the, is it Reeves <laughs> or Reeve? Well, you said Reeves. Yeah, Reeves. That's plural. R-E-E-V-E-S. Hubble, as in the Hubble telescope. Right, so it's like he owns the Hubble. Well, it's not apostrophe, yes. It's just Reeves. Hey, Reeves, how you I doing? I know, but when you're just talking, hey, that's Reeves Hubble. Oh, uh, well, that's Reeves what? penis. Reeves uh, Hubble. Reeves yeah. what? So what, what was Reeves Hubble doing? Well, Reeves Hubble owned the double-decker Walkman radio. Oh, he, okay. He, he, would, he was like the dickhead because he would have like, you know, the, the Scorpions came out with the double pla- or the double album. And so right he there? would have the Scorpions oh, on it. both I sides. I see it, yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah. yeah, he was like the first one, and I was like, you're an asshole. How'd you get that? Yeah. Yee, yee. I mean, that is what? My parents love me more. <laughs> so ninety. So one. Ta- if I remember correctly, one tape was 90 minutes of recording. Yeah, well, 45 on each side. 45 on each side. That's right. Yeah, they made right. all kinds. There was a 90, there was a... 60, there's a 30. There's 60. Most one, of it was 120, 60, too. Right? Yeah, there's 120 as well. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But how many times were you sitting there with your pencil, rewinding it back up? Yeah. Well, well, making Dave. sure it was tight so it didn't get caught and, yep. and get eaten. Taut, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it'd come out and it'd get twisted. How many times did you get twisted and you're just like, I need to untwist it, but you have to find where it got twisted. Oh, what a mess. So you're yeah. pulling it all out. And you, to- and but, you were, but you were also like, it was like brain surgery yeah. because you were like so careful not to fuck it up. Oh, yeah. uh, after that brain surgery, have you ever like just like, Given up and just snipped it, and then gone in and surgically Taped applied a piece of tape. Yes, just no. a small piece of tape and mended it. Yes, I did. I've I never that. did that. I threw the whole damn thing away. How stupid am I? Yeah, very, very. Wow, easy guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is very hurtful. <laughs> just think of that. Yeah. That kind of yeah. Were you guys ever a member of the Columbia House and that racket? Yes. I'll send you thirty cassettes for a penny, and then uh. and then CDs. And then CDs. Wow, I did that. Yeah, and you got uh, they'd send you uh, a monthly thing. I, I saw that, but I and never then, logged on. Yeah, and then you had to make sure you sent like you responded in time. Right, but you never did. Yep. So and then you, you get these crappy tapes that you didn't yeah. want yeah, like or CDs, and, and they were counting on that. Yeah, that's how they made their money. You owe us thirty-eight dollars for this cassette. I, I remember. And your parents would be like, "You what? <laughs> I remember. You tell me it was going to be a penny. I remember. I remember <laughs> yeah. sitting down and doing all the math. Oh yeah. I was like, because remember, you had to buy a certain number of them after yep. the initial deal, right? Um, you know, to fulfill your obligation. So yeah, I re- yeah. I remember writing it all down on paper. I was like, okay, I got ten for a penny, and then I have to do one, and I would calculate it all out, and I'd be like, I'm getting these for four ninety nine a CD. This is a freaking killing. Of course. I'm getting all these extra CDs that I forgot to right send back. Yes, yeah. they usually sent a card, didn't they? Yes, and you and, had to. Yeah, and you it said you will get this CD within ten days if you do not return this card. And I just could never do it. Yeah, yeah. And it takes a stamp and all that good stuff. And, just, and it, it never happened. But uh, I think I think there were some people. I had some friends who did this who just scammed the shit out of Columbia House. How would they do that? They would they would give them like. I don't know. They're fake names and stuff. Fake names and addresses, and they'd get like their thirty free CDs, and that'd be it. You know, they'd they'd have it go to their friend's house or something like that. That's actually yeah. fantastic. I mean, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that is horrible. And then they'd send it there. And yeah, what shame. recourse did they have? Right. Yeah, it's, every house. Yeah. So, or or if you move a lot, like when you're in college, <laughs> when you're in college and you have a, a different address every single year. 
Right. You know, just time it. And you can get your free 30. Next thing you know, I'm, I don't live there anymore. I'm back home or I'm in a new address next year. God, I really screwed myself by being an honest person. I don't think. <laughs> I really should have been one of those schmucks that yeah. like just screwed There's a lot everybody. of people who did that. A lot of folks in college I know would just have these impeccable music collections. It's like, how the hell did you get all this? Oh, you do it this way. Uh, it's horrible. It's like, well, shit. But yeah. I don't well, think. Well, in all fairness, those, those CDs were expensive, and and there's no reason for them to be. I mean, they were twelve. They were twelve ninety nine, right? Were they? Like well, 12? that's expensive for what oh, it costs yeah. to make them. No, 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 no. It it was. Yeah, they pressed <laughs> the shit out of those. Remember when they first came out CDs? They were in yes. the big letterbox boxes. Yeah. What was your very first CD ever? It was Freedom Rock. For, oh, like a compilation? Remember the TV? Yeah, remember the '60s hippie music? Oh, it was a compilation of it was, uh, it was Freedom Rock. It was a, it was it was two <laughs> Freedom Rock. Yeah, look. At if it. you call now, we're throwing. I yeah. don't have the radio voice. You have the radio voice. Yeah, free, there it is, right there. Freedom Rock. And, oh, that is funny. And what? How I got that is, I think someone did the Columbia House, and they the apartment that I was living in in college. It got mailed to there, and it was Columbia House. And that was your first. And that was my CD very, ever. I didn't even have a CD player yet. Right. And I got it, and I was looking. I was like, I didn't know much of the music. It's a lot of '60s uh, music. Ended up getting a CD player based off of that. I was like, Well, I want to listen to it. Oh, well, of course. You know, this is the new well, wave. I remember. Um, I was living in New Jersey, and this is right before I moved to El Paso. And I want to say it was '83 to '85, '84, '84, '5, whatever. My dad comes home with a with a CD player. And my first one was the Pink Floyd, the final cut. Remember, I was telling you I was living in living in El, in uh, uh, what the hell, uh, uh, New Jersey on Fort Monmouth, and uh, the soldiers would be doing their calisthenics on the back. And I told you I yes. set the speakers up to the the final cut and play that um, that that and, and harass the soldiers. Oh, yes, man. they wanted five hundred bucks for that. Man, that I tell you, that's one, one of my that's one of my favorite albums. I mean, it's still today. I mean, it's. I, I I enjoy more than um, God bless at the the wall, right? I never uh, was a Pink Floyd fan. Are you able to pull up the tracks that were on that album? Different wall, no. <laughs> the one that Biden's tearing down. Uh, is he tearing it down? I no, thought he he's just not. He's just not he finishing just it. So okay, let let me sidetrack this while Austin looks for the 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 thing. You know, with them ter- with them stopping production on the wall. You know, Trump has these contracts that are set into place right now, and it's actually costing the United States citizens more money to not to do not it. finish it. I know than to finish it. I know it doesn't make sense. It's all idealistic stuff. It's just um, start with the uh, the very first track. Is there any way you could play that? No. Can't. Well, the first, that's only like the first 10 seconds. The post war dream. These are all obscure Pink Floyd songs. Why would anybody want to listen to this? No. Man, I'll tell you, the final, uh, well. No. Are you able to hit final countdown? Go hit that sample up there. Yeah, that. See what happens. Uh, Doesn't bring back memories. You know what? It's, It's actually number eight. Oh, here first we go. Maybe it's on eight. the second side. Yeah, he's going to flop around this whole CD looking for... There you go. Oh, that's what you would play yeah. to the soldiers? Yeah. What, a, what a little <laughs> asshole you were. Oh, my God. This song right here, it, it's it's 
Bush. It's uh, uh, English. Bush? Well, they, this is a political song right here. Bregnan took Beirut. Yeah. Oh. took Beirut. Galtier took the Union Jack. Oh my God! And Maggie over lunch one day took a cruiser. Sound like with Neil all like hands. Neil Diamond. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You sounded like Neil Diamond. Bag. Neil Diamond Ooh. singing Pink Floyd. I am a cry. <laughs> no, not I. <laughs> so you were you were talking about um, first CD ever. The, the first CD. I, I may have interrupted you, but the final cut was mine, and I thought it was. It was fantastic. My dad bought it for me, and I was can't remember anything bought anything else after that. But yeah. I listened to that one over and over, and it was it was the cool. Well, I because you, you know when we first started with our CD collection, we didn't have very money. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like we went out and bought three hundred dollars worth of CDs. No, I mean my I friend, my friend got me on uh, on he he told, he was the one that told me, um, you know you got it, you got to do these CDs. They're amazing. Blah 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 blah. And so I went ahead and went and bought a, a see. I was working at a movie theater. And yep. I went and I went and bought my own CD player, and uh, he bought me um, Scarecrow, John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh yeah, great album. Yeah, and that was my first CD. And I like you, I like you with Pink Floyd. I played the shit out of it. Yep, I played the shit out of that Freedom Rock because I had one CD. Yeah, yeah, but your one CD was a compilation. It was. It had, so. actually had a lot of good music on it. Uh, a lot of it I didn't know, but I ended up learning it, and it was good stuff. Yeah, and, 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 and Neil Diamond. <laughs> I don't believe so. No, no Neil Diamond on your Freedom so. Rock. Yeah, and um, Freedom Rock was like you know sixties, seventies. That probably had some funk on there. Or was it like no, grass? No funk. It was no all, funk. It was all hippie sixties music. Oh, uh, I wonder what Joan Baez. Monday, Monday. Put, put that up. Freedom Rock. What what was the playlist on Freedom the Rock? Doom, boom, boom, doom, boom, boom. Um, there's a song on there called Twenty Five. That's Motown. What? No, it didn't have any of that on there. Yeah, what are you talking about? I, you know what? I'm trying to fill in the blanks here. Yeah, you are. I was danced. What part of what, what about what about my girl screams freedom rock to you? <laughs> Yeah. That's what you were singing. Yeah, see the birds. I love the change of the world. Turn, turn, turn. Locomotive breath. But just for toll. Now we talked about. <laughs> Whoa! Good God! Uh. What is? <laughs> <laughs> Was I on cue there? Uh, but that's Edwin Starr. That's not. That's not the jump one. into the fire. Yeah, black magic woman. One yeah, this soldier. was all like uh, anti-war stuff. Small exactly right. That's why I said the hippie war. shit. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, you're and, right. Uh, A lot of this stuff I've never heard of. I bet you if we played it, we would recognize it. Oh, I guarantee. No you, I guarantee you'd recognize probably. Actually, all this of is these. A good. This is a good one. The Ramblin' Man, but the the Almond Brothers, Leonard Skinner, the Guess Who, Elton John, Ocean, Three Dog your Night. Okay, put your hand in the, in the hand. hand. Yes, I know. I've heard that. Just, it was a how two, does that go? It was a two disc deal. Two disc. Nice. Yeah, and it was free. Like I said, I think someone did the. Um, Put your hand in the hand. How does that sound? Put your hand in the hand. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh well, you don't. don't well, uh-huh. let's see. You get play, it to work. Play it from there. Is it doing anything? No, it uh, just keeps. Uh, we got to sign into Amazon Music. Well, with the Hitler mustache. Actually, you know what? I do. I probably. <laughs> I probably need to sign into uh, Amazon Music when we do these shows, so we can play the those music, the songs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got inter- interesting uh, advertisements within the up there with the 
the military the skin little, tight shirt. Yeah, with a very with a dude with the huge pectoral muscles. I mean, yeah, that's, God. A, that's a bit much. Yeah, I'm like, thank you, thank you. We're fifty, and <laughs> thank you for that. And we have moves. We're showing us what we'll never yeah. be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have moves now. Can well, you I'm, I'm actually pretty like? close to that, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not. Mm, I'm no. trying. I'm trying to do push-ups and pull-ups, and that's about all I can do there. I mean, it's, well, it's not getting there. But it's a good one if you like the kind of music. It's a good CD. It's a lot of good music on there. I didn't know much about it. Like I said, Freedom I probably rock. I probably never would have bought it, but it it showed at my doorstep, and I was like, "Score!" Yeah, interesting. Thank you. Maybe spend sixty dollars on my Magnavox name, CD player. Who, whose name was on the the package? Oh, shit, that was Reeves. that was thirty years ago. I have no idea. Oh, so I mean, what I'm saying, it wasn't yours. No, no, it, it was... showed up, and it's I we it sat on the counter just in case someone showed up for it. No one ever did, and we opened it, or I did. Ended up getting a CD player. I remember the first CD player I bought was the single loader, right? Because oh, yeah. that's all that was out there. Mine was a Magnavox. And then, and then when the the five changer came out, I had the carousel Never five disc changer. No, five, six, carousel six Eight. changer. Eight. No, 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 six and a half, twelve. And so, yeah, you had this, you know, the turning carousel yeah. type thing, and then they had the other ones that had the big. Like a magazine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Then you had the 100, which was like a big jukebox. Yeah. Well, that I, was a true carousel. I thought yeah. that was Standing like... straight up. I thought that was like overkill. Well, then you have to remember, okay, no, disc 33, so. you'd have to have a list to go through. To remember all... Well, even the cartridges, you'd, you'd have like, all right, which, you know, I've got That's Pink six, Floyd. I've got a Pink Floyd them, yeah. cartridge that has five albums on this one right. cartridge, and you slap it in there. It was kind of cool. Yeah. So little OCD people were going crazy. Then came the... Um, then you know Windows came out, the basic Windows ninety eight, and you're able, or maybe two thousand, and you're able to load in your uh, your audio CD, and Rip Windows it. will actually go and find the language on there, and you be able to see the print, the artwork, the artwork, and the yeah. the lineup of what songs are on there, and you can Grace even, Note was that called Grace Note? I don't know. Oh. But I know there was something where you can do a legal backup of that CD. If you own it. Yeah, but how are they going to know you own it? It's yours. Well, I'm bringing it over to my that's, house. That's the challenge. You say if you own the CD, you can make a backup of it. So but, that uh, that was it. You pop the CD in, and that's how I got a lot of That's how I start, started that whole process is I would get my CD, pop it in the CD-ROM, and I'd upload it onto the hard drive. But it was in a wave format. Correct. Yeah. I so thinking. it was a very huge enlarged file. So you couldn't, you know, they knew that. So they were like, well, we're going to save this in Wave. You know, the quality is a little bit better because it's a little bit more stretched out. But then uh, once the, the MP3 came out and uh, they came up with the Wave converters to the MP3, then it was on. Then you just basically yeah, but, do a I batch mean, conversion. But even when it was in Wave format, you could buy the um, the, the blank disc and you had a, a CD re- read-write. Oh, yeah. You and could, you yeah. could burn it. Yeah, you yeah could, those you were could. sketchy, though. Those they didn't read, always work. Those read write. You're like, you have to buy. You had to buy certain discs. So you had write once discs, but then you had read write ones where you could keep oh, writable ones. RW, yeah. but they weren't all that reliable. You're no, saying. and, and yeah. it was like if you bought the wrong one, then it wouldn't work. So you had to buy. I just threw away a big old stack of those yeah. of, of, of blank read writables. Blank read. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know if you can use those. Do they even no. make machines to do that? Anymore? I don't know. That's a good question. God, there was a. You know, you got to imagine. I I owned my own. DJ karaoke company. So I was mass producing my stuff. Of course, it was a 
probably shouldn't say that out loud, but I'd buy the originals and I had a couple setups and I'm not buying, you know, three complete setups of my original. So I just right. basically copied it. And then when things started going digital where you didn't have to have the CD and I could just conv- completely convert it by external hard drives and then go out there. Shit, man, I remember when I started DJing, I would have to carry out albums, mm-hmm. record albums. When I had two Techniques 1200s out there spinning, and I'd show up, and I'd have to bring, like, 20 crates of albums in. Oh, wow. Talk about getting a little workout, mm-hmm. you know, and especially when you show up to a function that you don't know what's going on. At least with a, a wedding or something, you have kind of a stock playlist that you can bring. Oh, this is going to work. This is going to work. You're talking I, about vinyl, like I'm LP. I'm talking about vinyl, LP. Dude, I mean, you know what those would be worth now? Shit. All those nothing. crates? They wouldn't? No. no it's it's making a huge comeback. Not it, really. It isn't? There's I a, thought it was. It's a niche market. Yeah, it's oh. it's not. Hey, look, I'm telling you, I I did my due diligence trying to get my money back on those albums. And when I tell you I had thousands, wow, I had a lot. And I tried liquidating them, and it got to the point where I couldn't give them away. Like, but when 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 are you talking about? I'm talking um, about, I'm talking about the last five years. It's, I'm, it's well, I'm been talking big... like fifteen years ago. Right. Well, back then it it wasn't hadn't really made a resurgence. I think shit twenty years ago. <laughs> Just now things. But still, I think vinyl is a niche market. Yeah, maybe. it is. You know, it is. I think it was closer to twenty. But there are some people out there that like it because oh, yeah, vinyl. I uh, like the vinyl. They sound. swear that vinyl, it sounds better than anything it, else. It really does. It really does. I mean, in you know, for someone that has that type of ear, uh, vinyl definitely makes a, a better sound. You know, and and then the problem. With well, the way they're selling vinyl, the way they package it up for people to take home, they they sell these little tiny little fucking piece of, piece of shit record players. Yeah. And they have these little built-in speakers. And they oh, this is the way you play. You put a record on there and you play the fucking thing right there. No, it's fucking retarded. You don't fucking play. You might as well play an AM radio station through that one little right. single speaker. Little well, I wanted to walk up to that dude that I was playing. I went to his house like... For my job, and I was, you know, and I walk in there and I start doing my thing, and I, I walk in this room and he's all bragging, hey, look over here, I got every record. I'm like, oh my god, really? So you went really? to Robert De Niro's house? <laughs> <laughs> you knew him growing up, or what? Yeah, I slapped the tapioca out of his mouth. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, oh. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disgruntled with. I'm, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, Bob, I, I should know. I should Bob De Niro's just oh I, no, I shouldn't God. have brought up his name. It just triggers all of us here. But the thing about it is that nowadays they're selling these cheap ass record players right. to play the vinyl on that does two things. It sounds horrible right. and it destroys your fucking record because they use cheap Shitty needles. needles. Uh, the fuck out of here. You know? Get it's the fuck out of here. It's gotta have the perfect balance where it doesn't gouge the LP. Right. I mean, it's a process. I mean, the it's it, you're reading it, right. and it, it's all about from the the tip of that needle, up the arm, yeah, into the system, and it comes in hot too. It yeah, comes in hot. I, I know this might be a left turn here, but you know, we talk about how stuff works, like knowing how, like you know, how do they, how do, they, how does it go from there's some grooves on a freaking piece of plastic with a needle that is. You know, moving up and down or whatever. That's and amazing. I can't it is wrap amazing. my head around it. I know it. And we we actually one night we were like debating this, and we got on Google and we it it you know tried to walk us through, and we still couldn't get it. Right. You know they you can someone do, invented uh, that. I, I know it. Take, it just doesn't uh, make sense to me. You could take a cactus needle and a large styrofoam cup, and if you were to take a record album, put it on the turntable, and spin it. 
and put the cactus needle into the track and let it just roll, the reverberation will come through that styrofoam cup. Yeah, I I, I just don't even understand it's, it. It's it's really. amazing. I I don't it. Elect- obviously, it's easy for some people. There it says right there, electromagnetic devices that change sound vibrations into electrical signals. Like, what? Who figured that out? I don't know. Is that Edison? And and you know what's crazy? Well, it started off on those those cylinders. They record them on the cylinders. Who did do that? Was it Edison? I don't know. Then they had the old old Victrolas, right, where you turn it with the big horn coming out and everything, uh, and the big-ass arm would come down with the needle. Right. What's amazing to me is we're like... Which you can buy those What, what are we today? dealing with? We're, we're talking late 1800s, early 1900s. We're, we're over 100 years, right? We're like well into like 130 years later. Yeah. And still the common, the common American has no freaking clue how any of this shit works. Yeah, well... Like yeah. How, how TV signals show up on a picture, how radio works. I mean, nowadays how, it's like Alexa, play the Moody Blues. Yeah. We have no concept yeah. of, of how that technology works. And these guys were figuring out this shit and inventing it a hundred and fucking forty years ago. Yeah, my so, favorite one is Sean or uh, Alexa Shuffle Sean's eighties. That's yeah. all I say. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. For what? I cut you off. Oh. Amazing technology. Well it is. And um I remember back in the day the when you were younger, the 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 joke you always tried to pull over on someone was how many grooves are in a record? Okay. One. One. Just one long one. Yeah. Yeah, right. Do you people go, well, no, there's about 10,000 of them. You know, uh, <laughs> one. Right. there's uh, one right. long one. One long one. I remember watching one of the uh, That's Incredible or Real People. Real, t- real people. Real sex. Uh, there was some dude real sex, that I mean. real could sex six. pick up an album <laughs> and look at the grooves on an album and tell you what that album was. Who could do that? Who could do there, that? There was this guy that could do it. An audiophile. He would. He would. He basically, you pick up the record and you could see. He could see the grooves on the record. I think that's 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 got to be some level of autism or something. Or you just see that. <laughs> He's well, rain, I mean, I don't want to down the guy. He he didn't look like he well, did no, not the, have autism. Well, no, I'm just saying there's different <laughs> levels of it where they. Where yeah. your brain just works at a different level. Totally. And I think that's what uh, record. If you could just look at the grooves and say either that or it's a scam. Oh, that's crazy. Either Meet that the or man who I, there we go. So well well people could always have turned on an American doctor who had the superhuman ability to recognize vinyl records with his naked eye just by looking at the grooves of a vinyl record Philadelphia resident wow. and physician Arthur B. Linting can identify a phonograph recording in just a matter of seconds as a much blogger Alan Cross via the highly sensitive and creative blog details. This guy's clearly in the spectrum. That's what I mean. No, There's something absolutely. going on. Tone deaf. Well, I want to see because the guy had like uh, he had spectacles on, and I'm not sure if they're magnifying glasses. It's too bad that you got to run through this gauntlet to be able to see the details of this. I hate websites sometimes. I know. There's so much bullshit. Look at all these ads. This yeah. lady's nostrils are in front of us, and she's yeah, like, she's got hot lips. Eight different times. Yeah, but there's a, it's all about making money, man. They got you can't just do everything for free on the. Well, how's that making money? It's just pissing ads. us off. Ads. Well, we, didn't, we didn't click on it. Arthur B. Linton. Not, Lint, well, yeah, I guess Lint that too. Yeah, Lint, yeah do that. Lintgen. Lintgen. You got to look at the guy because he's, uh, I mean, it's it's remarkable. He was picking out um, 
current uh, that guy right there hip hop songs. He was doing well. I mean, there wasn't hip hop back then, <laughs> but he was uh, he was like in, you know eighteen twelfth overture Tchaikovsky. You know, he was just like shooting shit out of his mouth. I was like, are you kidding me? And they put the record on the turntable, and sure enough, boom. And they were like, wow. all right, you can't see this, can you? That's what I mean. I mean, is it, is it a scam or is he? How, how can you do all that? Right, so One thing you have to have super eyesight. No, okay. To be able to see look, the grooves, worked, I can tell. He wore glasses. Okay, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not a genius. I'll tell you, I've, I've played a lot of records with my experience. So if I po- find no. one random album, you'll be able to tell it. No, I, I can't. Well, that's what, what I, he does. I, that's what he does, <laughs> but with specific songs. But what I'm telling you is, is that I have uh, done my shows and I've looked at albums and I can count the tracks. On sure. an album. That's not looking at the groove but there's itself. All, but there are different sounds that a record can make that have a different reflection. You know, and you can actually, you can see, and I could tell if I wanted an extended cut or not an extended cut, I could see where the chorus line is. Well, sure. You can see that. That's what I'm saying, and that's what he's looking for. He can see, and I'm not talking about the, 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 the line in there that separates track one from track two. I'm talking about, like, the main... Part of the song goes into the chorus. Uh, I don't that's know. A, that's amazing. I don't know. All right, so then you move on to CDs, and that is... Uh, that's completely different. It is different. Yeah, but let's see it do it with a CD. But there's... No, no, no. <laughs> that's not what I mean. No, but there's there's grooves in there, too. There's grooves in there. Because well, of No, there's it. not. It yeah, there are. And, that's, and it's light. Shut the front door. And it's light that is makes the CD yeah. work, right? You've never seen, you never, you never held it up, but you could see the difference between the part that has a recording because it records yeah. from the inside out. Yeah, but I haven't seen lines. There's lines. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, I never looked. Yeah. I never really thought about it. Yeah, I used to look at that all the time because when when CDs would skip, you'd have to find the scratch, and you're like, where is it, where is it at? And you turn it over, and you could see where it was, where it was burnt into it. Yep. There you go. See? Lands and pits. Data encoded by using lands and pits. You know, it's it's, it's a crazy, shame man. that the kids nowadays don't have the pleasure of going through this torture. You know, when when you have to actually respect the things that you own. You know, nowadays if they want music, it's just like I said, Alexa, play this. Now, back then, it was like you have to have the disc. Can't and when you have the it. disc, you, you got to take care of it. If you yeah. drop it, oh, my God. And then they come up with this anti-scratcher, not the anti-scratch, but the scratch fixer where you pop right. it in this little thing and you spin it and it's this little, right. and you, you apply this this crystal jizz all over it and you just keep spinning it. Jizz. Well, go, go, well hold on. Go back to cassettes. I mean, you're, you're freaking the end of this one side. You're, you're opening the thing up, flipping the thing over and and then and, the tape gets stuck. And then click and play. Yep. Or if you want to go listen to that song again because you hate the second side. Then you gotta fucking put rewind on, yep, and wait for the damn thing to go all then you had the, the way back. Then you had the cool cassette players that would find the spaces in between and stop automatically. So you just hit forward and it would stop. Oh, that but was. Then you had the songs that had the it wasn't enough space and it would just blow through it. And it would piss you off. Oh yeah, you get all pissed off and yeah. stop it and go back again and then Son of a bitch. and then you'd give up and be fuck it. I'll just wait for that dead space. Now, yeah. well, what one do you start getting DVDs that are coming out? All right, and you're starting to build up your DVD collection, mm-hmm. and then you start having kids, right? Actually, it didn't happen in that order because I had VHS tapes first. But uh, the my kids, yeah, including the Xbox games, some of my kids, I'm not oh mentioning who their God. names are, but some of the kids would fucking chew the god busting CDs <laughs> and, the, and the, the video game discs. Right. I'm not saying they're sitting in here being the producer. I'm just saying it happened. <laughs> 
Yeah, we had a we had a huge library. Yeah. Of VHS tapes, <laughs> all the Disney movies. Oh yeah. Um. Then we then you graduate. I had all the. I remember when X Files. I finally out. threw away all the uh, the VHS tapes. Yeah, you can't even sell that shit. Anymore. No, I threw them all away. Um. But yeah. Then you, you talking then, about X Files? X Files. Yeah, I know. Um, my mother. Because we were huge X File fans, my wife and I, when it was on back in the what was it the late nineties? Yeah, yeah. And we Mul- watched all Mully of them. and Scully and Mulder. Scully and Mulder. There you yeah. go. Yeah, so, it was a popular show. Yeah, so we watched the shit out of that. We got the entire show on VHS every single season. Right. It was like a Christmas gift, you know. For your Christmas gift, you get season one. Then your birthday, you get season two. Because wow. That show, it went from two thousand. It went from ninety three to two thousand eighteen. No, there was a huge break. In between. Oh, okay. Huge, huge break. And uh, like 15 years. Or I don't know if it was that long, but it was a long break. But right. yeah, the, these these videos, you know, that pack right there. Oh, that's right. Uh, who's the girl? Scully? Scully, yeah. Scully, she, she got pregnant and wanted to raise her kids. That's why the break was, right? Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I never heard that. But, you know, it went, it went sideways just like every show out there does. Sure. But uh, we really enjoyed it. And I had that for years and years and years and years, and it sat on the shelf. Never watched them. Yeah. You never <laughs> well, go back and watch them. No. It's difficult. I mean, it's a different... This is because we're lazy. Well, it, okay. Set aside the fact that you may not have been interested in it. If you were interested in it, then it's, there's another step involved. Because if you got a VHS tape, all right, here's what I got to do. I'm going to watch it. Then I got to rewind it. <laughs> what? It's like fucking emptying the garbage. I got to rewind it. Well, each oh. well, well each each cassette had like three episodes on it. So you're like, well, I want, nice I, want, I, want, I want this episode. So you're fast-forwarding it through two episodes. And you're trying to figure out yes. when to stop it, right? So you're like, shit, I went too far. I didn't go far enough and whatnot. The, so. the other crazy thing about VHS was when uh, you would pop in the tape, and then there'll be all these freaking static lines oh, yeah. all over the TV, and you had to press the tracker. Oh, yeah, you had to move the tracker up and down. Yeah, oh, the tracker weird. button, yep. and, and that would, yeah, to, to get move it to go heads. away. <laughs> You'd move the heads on the. Okay, I always wondered what the hell, what the hell is the tracker doing to make mo- it? You're moving either it's either the tape on the heads or the heads. It's probably the tape, so it's moving correctly over the the tape heads or the. So uh, it was like feet. misaligned or Correct. something. Yeah, that's, that's all exactly it what it was. Okay, I never knew that. Yep. There's so many, th- but that's the thing, man. We grew up with all these crazy technologies and this, and what would be considered like so archaic or medieval. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared Looking to at the TV right there, uh, the producers pulled up the guts of a VHS player. Uh, I know we have all looked at this, right? You have got to have taken apart. Oh, I, I mean, have. I oh, mean, yeah. I've had to take out a peanut butter jam- sandwiches out of mine all yeah. the time, and some you, of the you would think it's a, and all kinds of shit. You would think it's a freaking atomic bomb, with how intricate and all these freaking million little pieces yeah, and little shit. gadgets, and it's amazing to, it's eject, to eject one of those. The cartridges, yeah. is the, all the stuff it's got to do. Pins drop down. It's got to have the little flap down, and then or the, everything's got to work in sequence. Well, the, the cassette yeah. itself has a little door, yeah, that protects the tape. Yeah, so that would come up. Yeah, and you, if you wanted to so see it, you get a little button on the side that you could lift it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember involved in that. I remember one of my kids stuck a penny, shoved a penny into the CD player in the car, <laughs> and it quit working. And so I pulled the thing out of there, started taking out all the little tiny screws and shit, yep. and then it, it got it got intimidating really quickly, right? Because you're trying to remember, okay, that little piece goes on top of that little piece. I mean, it was like a freaking 
Technector set. It, it was. And they were tiny little pieces, and I could see the penny. I could see it in there, but I was trying to figure out how to get to it. And then you, I'm also thinking static electricity. I'm touching shit I shouldn't be touching. My fingerprints, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so I finally got to it, put the whole damn thing back together, and I'd be damned if it worked. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It's IT he, for he had, you. He had three screws left over, though. <laughs> you always. There's always something left over. It rattled a little bit. Yeah, and you're, yeah. Hoping, you're hoping it just didn't affect it. Every, every time the, the laser got into a certain point in the outer layer, it just turned off automatically. Nah, so you only got to watch two-thirds of a movie. No, it right. just doesn't play tracks eight through ten ever. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can never finish it. <laughs> right. so damn it. Those are the best songs, too. Right. That's great. Yeah, I we, mean, I don't have as much experience as Jeff does, but um, a lot of my friends had, like, porn on the VHS tape. Oh, yeah. Experience me? Why don't you enlighten us? I yeah. didn't have any porn on tape. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't, didn't personally own any, but well, I've you, you seem to have all some, the stories where yeah. you were sitting with about all like, your friends. Are you talking about home videos porn? with your three female roommates? <laughs> what are we talking about? No. No. No, no, no. I remember oh, okay. the, um, the, uh, the, the parental unit there decided he got some he got some video tapes from some friends at work, of course. And uh, I don't know if he ever parental unit. So you stumbled on it. Yeah. Well, he told us I got these, and then was kind of forgotten about. He got this lock box. It's like the it was like the Walmart of the eighties lock box. This thing was so cheap. And I his dad had the the J C Penney's uh, <laughs> take it home VHS uh, camera system, and I guess he would do some home videos as well. No, no, no home uh, videos. Oh God, why? But, why? <laughs> don't make a horrific story out of this. Yeah, no. Broke no. into the safe, played it, and uh, say, "Hey, Jeff, go out there and, and play this one." And then you know, all the guys are like, "Oh my God, look, that's Mrs. Brown." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no. What is she doing? No. But uh, God, I figured out how, how to scarring with that with be. my mom. I figured out how to pick the lock. <laughs> of course. Thing. And, yeah, that, and that started a long career for you. And, uh, and uh, of course, when <laughs> a career. Of really. lock picking, lock picking. No, I don't. You know, I don't know how I did it, but I figured out if I if I use this and this, I could I could pick the lock. And of course, at that point, you're what fourteen or fifteen. You're you're like guys. You got to come over and see this. You you hosted porn parties. Yes, and uh, after school, before the parents came home, we'd all be huddled around the TV, the little nineteen inch color TV, <laughs> um, watching uh, uh, what was the first one called Taboo. I've seen American it. Taboo? No, no it's just called Taboo. taboo. Is this a porn? Yes. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. And it's about a mother and a son. <laughs> All right. Well, we can just taboo. Over this. I've so, seen it. Yep. So, oh, stepmother, though, right? No. No. Real mother. That's not taboo. Yeah, it's taboo. That's gross. No, I'm. I'm. I'm I mean, they th- weren't. <laughs> that may be the name of the movie, but that's, <laughs> that's not the definition of taboo. I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's not taboo. Yeah. Well, I mean, you meant the title. Yes, I know. What you're yes. Saying. So, obviously, in real <laughs> life, they were these guys. These two were porn stars and stuff like that. But that was one, and um, you know, I can't remember the rest. But uh, yeah, I, I we'd have uh, you know viewing sessions. Oh yeah. You know, you know, for real quick before the parents came home. Of course, you have to rewind it to the exact God, same spot. You know, here's the thing. Yeah, because your dad would be like, it, you know, based on my experience. Um, kids always figure out a way. Oh, they yeah, do. I mean, what do you? Uh, I don't. What's the end game here? What do you 15, mean? What do you no mean? It's to look at naked people. Yeah, but bumping uglies. 
I mean, you're gonna walk away from the house just kind of like, <laughs> I feel dirty. <laughs> Why are my pants wet? Wait, you know what? So I I remember. God, what was I in fourth? No, fifth fifth grade, sixth grade. So I lived in Indonesia and I had this Dutch friend, right? And I went over was to his house. Hot? No. Oh, here's a here's a guy. Oh. And, I went, I w- and I went over to his house. He invited me over to his house, and his parents were weird, Shit. right? And they were, they were they <laughs> were those Dutch guys. Like they had this weird house. Thongs. They had this weird house that uh, the that entire house uh, was en- encompassed a pool. The, there was a pool in the middle of the house. Really? Yes. Very strange. Was, was it a, like swimming? Laps? And it was open. It was open air. So it's like a but the house yard. was built around. Yes. Is there a rhino? No rhinos. <laughs> But they were skinny dipping. His parents, his Dutch parents, were skinny dipping in the pool. And I With was the like, goldfish. I don't need to see this. Like this is that. Oh, was, they were skinny dipping. Yes. Well, you checked her out, right? You no, look uh, gross. They were both like tall and super skinny, and it was nasty. Uh, but anyway, so this friend. Does she have like pancake boobs? That I, you know what? I don't remember. Skin flaps. I think they were. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so he was it cold. So he had. <laughs> Access to, I guess his parents watched all sorts of porn, and it wasn't locked up or anything. Oh, gosh. I mean, I guess the Dutch are very liberal. So it was Indonesian or, you know, porn. It, hey, look. No, in, no, no. In, was, in defense of what you're saying, No, Paul, it was, it was the, European porn. The, the European culture is, is con- well. It's like huge bush. Asian. The, the, <laughs> the culture outside of the United States, uh, excluding North America, I'd say mostly the, the European, Eurasia area. Very open-minded. They a, they, they, I'm telling you, when I lived in Germany, in the eighties, uh, they would have uh, yeah. Well, the commercials on TV, they would have like zest uh, body soap commercials, and the, you would see boobies. There would be boobies. I remember, you know, because we had the Armed Forces Network. They, the the, uh, the Armed Forces Network. You could watch little, TV. Little Sean learned and that's what a boner uh, yeah. is. I, <laughs> I would watch the like uh, they had the channel where the Armed Forces Network was on, and then you know my mom it's was like, all right, we'll turn the TV off since the the, the English speaking was off, and I was like, I don't want to turn it off. I just want to watch some. So I, I would sit there and watch German television. And I had no idea what was going on. I found out, but I was kind of like, you know, because I remember there was a commercial. This lady was coming out of the shower, and someone was handing her something, and so she dropped her robe. And she goes, oh, and I was just like, I couldn't believe what I saw. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? It was just all yeah. kinds of fireworks were bursting yeah, in my Europe, brain. Europe is has a different mindset, man. At least they did back then. But man, these Dutch parents. I mean, yeah, he they, he didn't have to search for them or anything. He just opened up a little cupboard there and pulled out some videos. And I was like, "What the what hell?" They like watched as a family. Yeah. What the hell is this? Yeah, it was. Is it? Why don't you invite your friend Paul over? To see if he'd come out to the courtyard and talk to me for a little bit. They're not Colombian. Hey, Paul. They would were you Dutch. Like our vodka. Why don't you yeah. bring your friend Paul out to the courtyard so we can have some vodka? Yeah, <laughs> vodka. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right, so the guy, when the guy was asking you to come out to the courtyard to sit with him, did, he was naked and he said he was kind of skinny and flat. So it was his Jimmy Chong. No, no the kid, out? the kid wasn't. My friend wasn't. His parents were skinny. Well, that's what I'm well, saying. I know, but would they walk around with like well, junk like, hey. out and everything? Yeah, I mean, they just were kind of swimming, and then they got out and they and they and they toweled off and wrapped themselves in the towel and came in the house. I mean, but the the entire pool area was surrounded by rooms and big glass. I mean, you could see everything, and I was like, what the. F- what the hell is going on here? Setup. Yeah, it's kind of strange. But yeah, was, I mean, but it was exposed to the elements, and it was maybe was it like a hot tub or was it a pool? No, it was a pool. It was a square pool surrounded, completely surrounded 
all four sides with yeah. well, if rooms. You, if you were if like in my situation where there's no one else in the house, that'd be ideal. You could go out there and go nude. But uh, if your kids and your kids' friends yeah, are over, and, but and it wasn't like, oh, I'm sorry, like covering themselves up. They were like, oh, hello, how are you? And yeah, <laughs> Jeff Whoops. was popping his nipples. Uh, what? I don't know. No. The... <laughs> no, that was the slapping sound. That, that's a slap? What, what the fuck are you playing? Oh, that is not the slap we're talking about, oh. Paul. Paul. Oh, sorry. That's different. That sound like you're... Oh, that is different, isn't it? Yes. Oh, Jesus, anyway. this just got derailed real quick. Yeah, it sure did. We went from VHF to porn. <laughs> well, you were the one out in the well, courtyard was... playing with naked people. No, I was not. Well, I'm drinking vodka. No, Sean was like, with Jeff, Vladimir. Jeff has porn stories, go. Right. Uh, and just like <laughs> and just like I pick my dad's safe and watch porn with my neighborhood friends. And he's like, Oh, that sparked a whole <laughs> Sure did. Genre of crap. Right. Well, we probably uh I think we kind of abused the technology topic anyway. Yeah. Uh, 80s shit. But it was good. It was good stuff. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. That's for sure. You know. But all again the, all the technology the, challenges. The kids of now have no idea the torture that we had to go through. Well, it makes you think when they have kids, what's gonna be around. Oh God, nothing. I mean But here's the thing, even movies, like everything is streamed now. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Do you remember when Netflix first started? I was It was I, CDs. Yes, that or they, DVDs. Yeah, that they mailed to your house. Yeah. And then you could swap them out as many times as you want. Yep. Ten bucks a month or whatever it was. And you started off as Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blockbuster. No, they were com- they were competitors. Blockbuster were competitors, was uh yeah. yeah. That's what put them out of business. It is. Yeah, well Blockbuster was hold on. So Blockbuster was just rental. Netflix was the one milling it to your house. Correct. And, then and they were strictly Blockbuster picked up the house. Well, they tried to, but they were too late to the They game. were trying to compete with Netflix because they'd get their asses handed to them. Yeah, it was, they were just too late. Because well, uh, nobody was going to the stores anymore. Yeah, well, we were going, and uh, we, we we'd, I'd order Blockbusters, and they were just like just continuous ordering movies. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Pay them X amount of dollars a month and order as many movies as you want. Yeah. And you drop them off at the, the Blockbuster, and that's it. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. That's crazy. That system that they had, it's just And then they nightmare. had, you remember Family Video? It closed oh, across the street. Yeah, yeah, it closed a long time ago. I mean, that was I was amazed they stayed open as long as they did, considering Blockbuster yeah, was they just, gone. They just closed. Uh, they're closing all their stores now. Right. I know ours closed uh, what four or five years ago. Right. Um, but but they, thanks to my kids, I kept them in business with all the freaking penalties. <laughs> yeah, but you could rent everything for a buck. Yeah. Well, when you it's like when every you, rental was like a dollar that that cost double. Quadruples. Well, that's what they're hoping for. Losers yeah. like you just keep on hold on to their seats. Oh yeah, I know. I'd walk in there and I'd run a movie, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, that's twenty five dollars." I was like, "Damn it, what? Son of a bitch!" Oh yeah, you re- you rented uh, whatever. You, you know, you rented VeggieTales Volume Eight. Yeah, I'm like no, <laughs> three I months ago and never really? returned it. You're just like, what? That will be one hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> to replace that VHS tape. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, we we played the crap out of VeggieTales. Well, it was a that was the thing to do was was go to the the video store. I mean, it was an event. It was a family event. All right, let's go. Let's get the car. We're going to Blockbuster, and we're picking three movies. And then the kids have to get oh my god, candy, the fucking everything, popcorn. But what was cool? I was was a hard ass. I never let them do that. But what was cool about those video stores is that you could pick up old classic movies and stuff. I yep. mean, and now, and now, if you go to Amazon Prime or you go to Netflix, you're at the mercy on whether or not it's there. Yeah. Like, how, or you got to rent it. Yeah, you got to pay for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's like, 
Amazon, Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime doesn't have the greatest selection, right? And no. then and the other movies are like six ninety nine, five ninety nine, four ninety nine. Well, I mean, it's nothing investment. like a buck, like it was. It's when an we investment, were. but you just gotta you look. They you can rent movies on on Prime and stuff like that. Yeah, so, but, but they're not cheap. They're three ninety nine. Are they? I mean, it's it's a one time use. You could see actually, you could watch it as many times as you want within twenty four hours. Once yeah. I was gonna say, who I want to watch the movie six times, get my money's worth. Dad, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, but that's just it. I mean, Why? a lot of times people only watch the movie once. Yeah. Of course, that's so, what most people I mean, do, right? I mean, I I've got a I just buy them. I mean, because I I just do. I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of movies. What I'm saying is that the ones I, mm, I I'm like on Netflix, I watch all those, I stream them, but I don't buy all the movies. Like just recently, I've been buying like all the the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. I have you know? never bought a movie on a streaming service. I've never either. Not once. Never will. Never will. Why? Why? Why do it? Because it's always, you You own it. You always have it. Well, I have the CD downstairs. I always have that. Uh, DVD. Well, mine's more accessible. Or DVD. I don't know. I would. I, would, I guess. I, I mean, I could watch it on any device. I just never made that transition. So what if one day you get rid of your Amazon account? You're like, I'm done with Amazon. Well, you're you're yeah. a slave to Amazon forever. Well, you know, choices. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all about the quality of life. And so, then they shut know. down Parlor and take away free speech, and you're still there watching your movies. Or oh, they're showing Brokeback Mountain every week. <laughs> they replace all your movies. I, I'll that. tell you, it's I, the I only have thought thing about you this. can watch. And I, I'll tell you, the one thing that I've got that most people don't <laughs> until you bend is I have, an, <laughs> I have an incredible <laughs> library of music that's digitized. I've got eight terabytes of music. Is that well, know, I thought that's from your DJ company. Okay, but I own it. Well, okay, yeah. You know, it's a perfect quality. What do you do with it, though? It just sits on a hard drive. That's what I mean. You never listen to it. Well, my point is, is that you're saying I'm a slave to Amazon. Well, I don't have to. Well, I you go, can't download that. What are you talking about? If you have bought 177 movies from Amazon Prime or whatever, Amazon. Okay, uh, you're talking about from the video perspective. Movies, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. music perspective. Mm, so, yeah. I mean, if I if I didn't want to go to, to Amazon Music, I still have all the fucking music. All yeah, I have good. to do oh, is load right. it up to. Right. Uh, I could put my my hard drive on a network. Yeah. And I can access that network and stream from my house. Yeah. No, that's well, good. You should. So, you should set up a cloud. Yeah, I that, should. You that, know? that we can all stream from. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, because I own a ton. I mean, yeah. it's kind of funny. And silly, but really, that's where it's coming to. But why would we? I mean, I have Amazon Prime. I can stream whatever song. Yeah, for like a nickel. No, I mean it's. I mean it's. It's it, you can play whatever you want for the price that you pay per month. I am getting. Kind I of pay seven seven ninety nine a month for Amazon Music. Let me get sick of getting nickel and dimed. Yeah, that's the part I was just going to say. It all adds up. It's it's you know I only have I've got Prime. Uh, excuse me, Netflix and then uh, wow. Prime, uh, Amazon Music. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to, uh, this like Hulu. I don't have Hulu, but I, 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 I just, I don't want to buy anymore. You know, and, and I, know I know some of my kids have other things. Disney that Plus, for. and then this, yeah, and then that. I'll tell you what, after they fired uh, Gina Carrera. Did you cancel? I, I'm on the cusp of canceling. I hope Disney. you do. I hope you do. Fuck Disney. You know, and, and there's, so there's a huge conflict right now between the, 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 the Mandalorian team and the Star Wars team right now. Yep. John Favreau. Yeah. And what, what's and going Kathleen on there? Kennedy. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, I mean, it's it's the left versus the right, basically. 
I mean, you've got Bill Burr that's got his television show or his uh, his podcast. And he's making announcements or, or he's saying, I can't even fucking say anything because I, I'm I, afraid I'm going to be canceled. I read about that. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and he, he's absolutely right. It's bullshit. It I mean, is. the thing is, it'd be different if she was out there on the streets uh, uh, making these horrible things and saying these horrible. But all she did was retweet something, which I didn't even know. I thought originally she had said something bad. It wasn't even bad. She was simply making a, a, an analogy between. You know, but the, it's right. it's just not fair because, you know, crap. it's like one Total one crap. side could do whatever they want. Like the, like we were talking about, the other guy from Mandalorian was saying some pretty awful shit about Trump and, and just some really ugly things and, and comparisons that were totally unethical. And she turns around and does that, and they fire her. It's just bullshit. If they're going to fire her, to fire her for something that they didn't want to start to continue the show, then just do it. But that's not the case. They're going to replace her. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and then there's something else with the Oshaka Jedi. You know, I think that maybe she had said some stuff too. It's just who? Oshaka the Jedi. The uh, is that her name? Oshuka? Oh, the the one with the long with the the, the shit growing out of her. Yeah, Ahsoka. Tubes. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, she said something too, and she's getting canned. Well, I mean, she's on the shit list too, and there's a uh, you know, it, there's just look, man, it's just it's, it's, gotta it's getting out of hand. It's got to stop. It, it's just like, come on, when is it going to stop? I mean, you got to let people do their stuff. And well, yeah, well, you heard uh, that uh, the the CPAC was at Hyatt, so there was a big push to boycott Hyatt. Yeah, how and, dare? And, and Hyatt came out with a great response. What'd they say? Oh, they they just said, you know, we don't. We don't pick sides. We provide great service to, you know, right. We provide anybody, sa- yeah. safe, safe, a safe place to stay, and that's that's our business. I mean, and wh- how do you argue with that? Right? right. I mean, it was it was a great response. Right. You, they you, didn't back down. They didn't apologize. They didn't say that they would never host the CPAC thing again. You know what I mean? They didn't. Well, did you see that uh, the CPAC is giving them grief because of the stage design? Yeah, I heard. I heard something yeah, about they're, it. They're giving CPAC's giving the Hyatt. Yes, because they designed and, and erected the stage. What's but, wrong but, with the but stage? They, they it was... modified it because some there were complaints about it having some symbolism. Well, it's the which same. Which was a stretch. Oh, it looked like a swastika. No, it looked. Uh, I don't know what the signal, uh, the sign was, but it looked. It's a symbol that you would see on the SS lapels. Oh come on! That, enough. That uh, that's that that right there. You see how it's where kind of, that right there, where it's kind of the diamond with those two things off the top. Um, that's the same symbol that you find on the SS lapel. So so do what's do, what's uh, an SS lapel? It's a Nazi. Well, that's what I'm saying. That well, I, I like a well. I I don't know. Oh, you talking about like on the side on the, of the on tanks the, on their collar. Oh, that's just, they're fucking reaching. God, yeah. those are geometric Every, shapes. Everything is reaching. Yeah. So it's, uh, but that's. The, Look up Nazi, Nazi lapel. Nazi SS and CPAC. And there's no, symbol. there's no periods. Yeah, you just do. Uh, oh, come oh, on. God, that's not Really? Uh, <laughs> well, they're showing swastikas and, and then the, and the put, Blitzkrieg uh, put, put, symbols. Put CPAC up there as well. Yeah, well, the the thing is that they're just fucking reaching. They're reaching for everything, and I don't get it. You know, it's like it's it's no, a country divided is going to fall. CPAC. They're just. I, I believe that there are forces C. that we don't know about or do know about. I don't know. They they want us to fail. They want us arguing with each other. They want us at each other's throat. It's they all, want civil war. It's all about divisiveness. So it's just, you know, it, it's I'm just ugly. It. And I, what is it going to take? It just needs to stop. You know, term really limits does. is the only way that... There it is. is. Right there. there it is. I saw it. There oh, it come on. Yeah. 
The history of the Seven SS Mountain Division, Prince Eugen. So it was a you know obscure lapel. Yeah, it's very obscure. Yep. Prince Eugen. But that's but that's the CPAC that was arguing it. That wasn't some lib. That was the CPAC that was complaining. I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I hope that's not the case. I don't know. But uh, you know, it, it's that they could find just like Sean finds penises in Disney Disney pictures. <laughs> well, he's looking hard for it though. Yeah. Uh, he's really reaching. Yeah. Yeah. The cancel culture is reaching it's a it's a fervor right now and, and I hope that we're at the end of it. Yeah. But well, I I don't know. I don't know if we are. Well what's interesting is is even people on the left are being cancel cultured. I mean, it's a yeah. frenzy it, where, where it's not just one people or one view or whatever. It's everybody. And uh, and as soon as that people start to realize that, they're going to go, you know what? No. Enough. Well, who does it? Who 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 are the instigators of this? Is it I, one specific group or is it just no, I mean, it's just there's it's, a group over here who gets offended because I think there's just this. a bunch. It's stupid ass people bunch. on Twitter, man. Stupid ass people it's, that post stuff. It's a matter it's, of what can they get away with and they're they're people that don't care. They're either wealthy and so are, wait, are you suggesting that they're I don't tr- think they're wealthy. Are you suggesting that they're trolls? Like they don't really get offended, they don't really care. They don't, they, they want to see what they can Yeah, let's just rile shit up. Come on, guys, let's see what we can fuck with. It's like this it's like some dude walking through Bucky's without a mask on, looking right. at people like, hey, fuck it. So it's talk like to a, me. it's like a bet. Let's see if we can get Hyatt to to do this. Or let's yeah. see if we can get Subway to apologize for yes. you know, that I think sandwich. That's exactly what that is. That's fucking bullshit. That's man. what I think it is. Uh you know, oh, let's no, just great. see how far we can stretch this. Hate it. Do you think uh, Nancy Pelosi will ever be in the Playboy centerfold? I don't think so. I uh, keep looking. I keep looking. She's just not there. Well, she's got big boobs, but no, I don't see that happening. I think she's past past her prime on that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, because it's like. Well, she's I, a, I'm, I agree with you a thousand percent. She's past her prime. Yeah, she, she's a hundred. There are right? sometimes where hundred three. Some yeah. girls okay. will do a photo shoot with Playboy, and it'll remain quiet, and Until, no one will know about it. It's in the archives. Until they get elected, like AOC. Go on. Well, I don't know if she posed, but no. Uh, I'm just kind of you know. I mean, she is. Was pretty. Who? Pelosi. Oh my God! Please, we can't even have this conversation. Really? I, I, think so. I look at her and I see the devil. I I don't see anything pretty about her. No. Yeah. She looks, I, she's she, a, looks, she is honestly an evil person, she and she mean. claims she to be a devout Catholic. My ass, <sighs> evil person. Yeah. Well, I I think she was attractive when she was younger. I don't. Really? Anyway, Come moving on. on. No, you're just not doing it. What? Who does she look like? She looks like somebody. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, you know what? Forget about it. I'm I'm done. All I was correlating was that it'd be or trying to connect the dots. And you know how Playboy has done that in the past, where they they do these photo shoots with these people, and then all of a sudden they'll spring it out five, ten years later. Of oh, look at this one. Like Madonna. That stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. That you know? stuff's forever. Yeah. Just like the internet. You post something out there, it's out there forever. Is forever that what happened ever. with Madonna? Is that the, the Playboy had done a photo shoot with her and she pumped the brakes on it and then all of a sudden it just came out later? Uh, I don't I think don't she know. I don't think she pumped the brakes on it. I think she was just a uh needed the money. 
Like when she was starting out, I mean, she hadn't made it big. Yeah, or these anything. were early, early pictures. Well, that's my bit, but they didn't publish them until later. Well, because yeah. they until were because well, they she were nothing. A big star then she's a big star when they posted it, and they were nothing special. No, they weren't. I remember even like I was. I loved Madonna. She, she he went out and bought ten copies. I bought well wow, ten. I don't remember, but I um fifteen. I wasn't impressed. Even loving Madonna and being really excited to see the Did pictures. Did she have hairy armpits? Yeah. What? I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't into that either. Well, I mean, like always. During the picture, she did. Yeah, I mean, she's Euro, right? Is she? Well, I mean, she was well, Euro she wants in those. To be. She's Euro in those pictures. Oh, she, yeah, she was quite quite hairy. Yeah, I always thought she was kind of a shitty person. I don't know where, why. I always felt I got that feeling she was a shitty person. And then know. after she was with Sean Penn. You know, I thought he was a shitty person, and he is. Oh, he is. But yeah. God, I mean, Sean Penn going to Iraq, sitting with Saddam Hussein, going, eh, "I don't speak for everyone." I was, Fuck him, Sean Penn. Well, he right. did that with El Chapo as well. He went down there and interviewed him. I I don't know. That guy's a weirdo, man. Whatever. Jumping but I was shark. I was really I was really into Madonna. I Are was you? like sexually. Well, I, mean, I thought she was hot. Yeah. And we're talking what? I remember we're, all those outfits. We're talking the 80s and early 90s? This is this is uh, junior high. Like desperately and, uh, seeking Susan. All the girls would wear that type mm-hmm. of outfits with the nets, the big hoops. The brassiere. The brassiere yeah, kind of look. I thought she was the shit, man. When yeah. I was a freshman in high school, yeah. Like she was hot. Very, no, I can't even do it. It's nothing. Yep. All right. Well, our first podcast, uh, dudeslikeus.us. Uh, two bourbons, 1835. And the horn, what is the saddle? What broken saddle? saddle. The broken, broken saddle. saddle. I like the broken saddle. I did In fact, too. I've taken a few pulls. Uh, the, the initial broken saddle was was good. Uh, I think the the latter pulls have been even better. Right. I've enjoyed it more and more. The the more room temperature it's getting, and the more it aerates. Yeah. Hey. Uh, All right. I think we're gonna be taking a break for this next week. I think Paul's going out of town. I am out of town. And I'm getting surgery. That's right. Ooh, yeah. So the next podcast we have, you're going to be in a sling. Yeah, you may not sling. hear much of me. I just may just drool and moan. All right. Moan. Wow. <laughs> That'll be a whole different kind it of podcast. It should be interesting. I don't know how much. <sighs> we'll me. see how it goes. I'm going to get bitch every time I hit my arm on the table or something like that. God. All right. Well. You're going to hear it. I'm not looking forward I, to that. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to you being getting past this. So anyway, so all right, we'll see. Uh, we'll catch everybody uh, on the flip side here. All right. Tutuckets.us, Spotify, and iTunes. All right. Good night, everybody. See you.